Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. Hello, hello, hello. How are we doing today? Episode 27 of the Roflix podcast. So now we have we have the same amount of episodes as the New York Yankees have uh, championships. So that's a, a good benchmark for us. Uh, so how are you doing, Josh? I'm doing swell. Right. How are you doing, Cody? I'm okay, too. <laughs> of course, that is not Cody. He was unable to join us, but for a good reason. We're very proud of him. He uh, helped put on a play. Uh, I, I'm... Not 100% sure what his capacity is, but he's in the upper leadership, so he's putting on a play. He It premiered this weekend, so we are very proud of him. So he's obviously a little busy with uh, the with doing his thing, but as they say in show business, the show must go on. So Josh, you and I are going to be riding solo this time. Uh, I'll, make his, I'll make the same amount of historical jokes that I'm assuming will go right over your head, so bear with us. <laughs> But uh, no, uh, no uh, fun little banter riffing this week because, uh, as you know, Josh, uh, we just got crapped on with uh, news and trailers and got all a that storm. bits and bots and all that kind of crap. So let's just get it started. We'll save the trailers for last. So all right. let's, uh, what, what is going on in the news this week? All right, I got it all separated into sections. So first we got a bunch of casting stuff. Oh, boy. Um, first things first, Channing Tatum. The uh, yes. Magic Mike himself is joining Kingsman, the Golden Circle, and I will see if I can find what role he's playing. But what do you think? Um, it's it's Channing Tatum, so he's very funny, and uh, I mean, uh, uh, he's funny. He's got the acting chops. He's got the action chops. Actually, he really hasn't been in too much action that I can think of off the top of my head. But. You got the Jump Street movies and uh, GI Joe. Yeah, but those are more. Uh, GI Joe is an atrocity, and well, uh, yeah. and those and Jump Street I've always thought is more comedic than action. Like the action is good, but I just think it's more comedic. But this is, I guess, this is kind of uh, living along those two lines. So uh, it's it's very interesting. They're really shooting for the fences here. I mean, or swinging for the fences, I should say. So you know, they got uh, Channing Tatum, Julian Moore, Halle Berry. And, oh, and they also have uh, Elton John now. Yeah, uh, freaking Elton, yeah, Crocodile Rock himself. But yeah, it's it's crazy. I mean, I don't know how much of the stuff that I didn't care for in the first movie would be fixed by Channing Tatum, but it's a hell of a start. So why not? <laughs> and he's I like I can already picture that he's gonna be. <laughs> I, th- I in my head I think I feel like he's just gonna be this airhead, like this just American that they you know pile on all the time. Like I don't like there's there's a when I first thought of this, I was like, oh, he's just going to be this dashing super spy, like CIA agent from America. Like, you know what? He's probably just going to be some idiot, <laughs> like a comedic, more comedic than like a, a badass, I suppose. But I might, I may be wrong. Um, but yeah, it's very, very interesting. And you got to do something to fill up the time that you're supposed to do Gambit. So this is a pretty good alternative. What do you think? Uh, if, if, well, what I'm about to say, if I would have said this, if you told me I was going to say this, to myself five years ago, I would have punched myself in the face. Yeah. But uh, Channing Tatum is becoming one of my favorite, at least comedic actors working today. Mm-hmm. I think this guy is awesome. I think he's really funny. He's really charming. Um, he's way better than he used to be because he used to suck. He used to be friggin' terrible. I hated him. Was he? Um, I can't remember. Yeah. When, I, I, the... uh, in the first G.I. Joe, well, um, that's... that was definitely the one that really I hated him in. Um, there was a couple. There was another one. I can't remember what it's called. The dancing movies too. Those are terrible. Well, um, yeah. step up. But, is that what it's called? But the fact, the fact of the matter is, 
at least with the step up, that's kind of where your career, quote unquote, begins, but it actually goes to die. So the fact that he was able to get out of that stuff is pretty cool. Like I think that's true. His first real movie movie was like with a respected director was uh, Public Enemies, I think, back like, back in 2009. We have Michael Mann. And mm-hmm. then he sort of he got into his whole fresh face kind of crappy dramas, crappy action movies. And then starting with really 21 Jump Street and maybe Haywire, he's just sort of settled into this very strange niche that I don't I can't remember I can't think of any actor who's had a career similar to Channing Tatum really he's just he's kind of all over the place and I I really like him for that yeah he he was in Foxcatcher like and then it's it's crazy but um yeah it's uh so you're excited yeah definitely I, I lo- I'm loving what I'm getting from this so far mm-hmm. um I'm still waiting to hear the announcement that Matthew Vaughn has jumped ship um, but it hasn't happened yet, so yeah, the, happy so far. As he is apt to do, but you know, it's. I I, I don't think he will. I think because this is kind of his own thing. Like yeah, yeah, with, with X Men, he was coming into it after five movies or whatever. But there was yeah. no Kingsman before him, so I feel like this is. I feel like he'd probably stick it out. But well, you know, I, I think I think he'll stick. I just I don't know. I don't I don't. I'm not completely sold yet. But I I think it's shooting this summer. Yes. Um So. Not much time to to bail, really. Yeah, so I'm really excited. Um, okay, so next up, um, going into a galaxy far, far away. Um, sort of, it's not official, official yet, but it looks like we have a front runner for Han Solo. Yes, who is and he? It is. I'm gonna hope I pronounce it right. Alden Ironreich. I think it's Ironreich, but you're pretty close. All right. So um, yeah. But Hans, or not Hans, uh, uh, Hail Caesar mm-hmm. kid, as I call him. Hoagie Doyle, Hobie Doyle, yeah. or whatever his name was. Yeah. Uh, I've, when I, when I first saw this, I was just, I kind of was just trolling around the internet, checking, looking at pictures of him, trying to be like, trying to just, like, could this person be Han Solo? And I'm, I'm, I'm coming around. I mean, I, I've never been like, ah, this guy would be awful, but, you know, hey, He's kind of now that I know that he's a front runner is might is probably gonna get this. I'm kind of I'm okay with it. I was like, all right, that's. I wouldn't mind this. Like, it's it's okay. I mean, the fact that he's five foot nine and Harrison's six foot one might be a little bit weird because I'm five foot nine. So <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how that works. But hey, this guy's. I think he's got the chops to be able to get to do this more than anybody else on that list. I think. What do you? What about you? Um, I mean, my number one choice is still Taron Egerton of all the choices that have been listed already. But um, if this is the guy they go with, uh, I'm fine with it. I, I mean, like I said, I almost hated Hail Caesar, but he was to me he was hands down the best part of it. He was awesome in the movie. Um, I, d- I don't know if is, does he speak like normal American or does he always speak like he's from Texas? <laughs> <laughs> no, he was born in LA, okay. so he's okay. he's American uh, through. <laughs> um, but good. Um, but yeah, uh, I mean, look wise, I don't care uh, as a lot of people seem to. But uh, you're never gonna get someone who looks exactly like Harrison Ford, and if you do, that's probably the only thing they have quality wise, because then they probably can't act. Because yeah. you know, we're not getting a replication here. Yeah. Um, but. I, I love what I've seen him in so far. Um, I think he could pull it off. Um, I'm just looking for someone that can embody the spirit of Han Solo. And, and if he's a fan, he's a great actor. I think he can do it. So if that's the guy they go with, I'm completely fine with it. And as they are apt to do when some of these kind of, not unknowns, but lesser known actors get a big 
a big role like Han Solo, a lot of studios, they dump maybe 30 or 40, something like that, million dollars into some crappy kind of offshoot to, like, introduce this person to the world almost. Like, they didn't do it with Daisy Ridley, obviously, but, like, with Henry Cavill a few years ago, he just randomly showed up in this crappy thriller just to kind of, like, so it's like, hey, that's the guy that, who's going to yeah. be Superman. So, But I actually, uh, before we move on, I want to point out one thing. I was reading up on him, and this is I found this really funny, how people found out that he was the front runner. On April 16, 2016, Deadline reported he was the front runner for the role following secret screen tests for a mystery project titled Red Cup, a reference to the <laughs> character name through the famous Red Cups produced by the Solo Cup Company. I love that. <laughs> like, that's really funny. That's such a Phil Lord Chris Miller thing to do. Oh, that's, that's great. <laughs> uh, it's the little things. But hey, man, that's... If, we, if it's not him... We'll know pretty soon, so yeah, we're, <laughs> I think we're, we're in the final stages. Soon. But uh, Dave Franco actually, in an, in an interview, he said yeah. he obviously wasn't going to get it, but he even, he talked a little bit about how they're really even when he was screen testing, they didn't really know 100% what they wanted, which is understandable because it's Han Solo, one of the you know most loved characters of all time. But uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this pans out. Yeah, <sighs> oh, boy. And I think the fact that he's talking about it now pretty much confirms that they know who they want. Because mm. they probably have cast him. Well, the same thing happened with um, uh, Tom Holland as Spider-Man. Yeah. Remember that? There was. I mean, granted, he. I think he was the quote-unquote front runner reported, and then he ended up, of course, getting it. But there yep. was a little bit of a kerfuffle towards the end. Yeah, I guess. You never know. All right, cool. Let's move on. All right. Uh, then we're jumping over to Marvel, another bit of Disney World. Um, Tessa Thompson from Creed, who was amazing in Creed, uh, is. I don't want to say replacing Natalie Portman, but she's replacing Natalie Portman um, hmm. <laughs> as uh, Thor's. I think it's just Thor's love interest, although it's not a hundred percent confirmed who she's playing. That's what, just what everyone's reporting. I mean, it could be the Hulk's love interest since he's in it too. But uh, but she's in it, and Natalie Portman isn't. So that's interesting and cool. Uh, okay. Um, hmm. So why is Portman gone? Like that's what's I mean, up with her? Does, does anyone care really? I don't know. I'm just. It just seems strange <laughs> to me. She's Natalie Portman. She's a you know. She's she, a I mean, respected she actress. She didn't. It really didn't, doesn't seem like she likes being in these movies. Like she's never shown any real interest. Yeah, it really just seems like a paycheck gig to her. What happened to her at the end of uh, Dark World? I, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> she was there. Appreciate your honesty. Stuff. Uh, da, 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 da. mid credit scene, after credit scene. Oh, God. These, I think these... Thor came back to Earth and was with her at the end of the movie. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, I don't, I don't know. But she's gone now. So, I guess that relation... I guess, I guess Thor was like, you know what? I'm not really feeling this whole long-distance relationship thing. I'm going to go <laughs> find myself an Asgardian, and okay. we're going to make little Asgard babies. But why not bump up uh, Jamie Alexander? She's she's great, and she's already yeah, she's built in as a possible love interest, so well, that seems weird to bring in somebody this late in the game, but... Uh, that's true. I mean... It's, it's a strange thing to do. It's like I don't Nat- know. Maybe, or, maybe just give... You can not have a romance there and just have another Herbie stand, like a stand... No, no. Another female character be... You know, on her own. Every movie ever needs to have a romance. Don't you forget. <laughs> like, no matter if how forced, no matter how ridiculous, they have to have a love interest. 
Yeah. But I mean, Captain America: Civil War or Winter <laughs> Soldier, I should I should say. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I love Tessa Thompson from Creed. I thought she was great in that movie. Like, she surprised me how great she was. She was like, not I wouldn't say on par with Michael B. Jordan and Stallone, but she was she was great. I, I loved her. Yeah, she didn't so, stand out, which is a uh, good thing. Yeah, I think. the fact that she, so having her join the whole franchise that's awesome to me. So cool. I'm happy. Um, okay, and then the last bit of casting, which we'll then go into the other. You know what? I'll talk about this first. Um, Spider-Man. Yes. Got some Spider-Man news. Um, first things first, we got a title. We got a title for the Spider-Man standalone movie coming out next summer, I think July. And let um, me just called, say real quick. Yeah. So I edit these episodes, and every after every episode, if you notice and you like the little uh, music cue segues, I like to put in maybe songs either that fit the content of the episode or just songs that have been an earworm in my head and that I want to share. So a couple weeks ago, I put in a song called Homecoming by Kanye West well mm-hmm. before this whole title rumors came out. So can <laughs> I get some credit for being a yes. genius? I actually, just a heads up, I actually had to take that out because of the copyright infringement on the YouTube version. Yeah. So oh, YouTube well. just, they're, yeah, they're, they're trigger <laughs> happy. Yeah, iTunes is there. It's it's free game. You can do whatever you want, pretty much. I'm, su- I'm surprised you can do that with iTunes. Cause, yeah, it's really they don't really don't care. Like some of the biggest movie podcasts use multiple, or just podcasts in general use multiple clips from movies and songs like that. Like I know I know a song that ends every episode of their show with a song, like a full song from a TV show. So I don't know. It just it kind of just happens that way. But anyways, uh, I'm a genius. But what else is going on? <laughs> um, so we got Spider-Man, the movie has a title, it's called Spider-Man, as you said, Homecoming. Um, and so on top of that, we'll talk about the title in a second, but we also have a casting for the movie, uh, Michael Keaton, Batman is going to be joining Spider-Man. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what he's playing, but I think he's supposed to be playing the villain. Yeah. So that could be cool, but yeah, a uh, bunch oh, of Spidey stuff. I don't know if you you might have missed this, but they also added a couple of uh, role yeah, players. Yeah, I saw that. The Laura Harrier was... and Tony Revolori, who is, they're really only worth mentioning because I can already I can see their stuff in my head. Like they're not, it's not going to be anything crazy. But yeah. he was in Grand Budapest, which was amazing. So okay. that's pretty cool. That's good. Some good casting yeah. and some. I don't want to be this guy, but eh, it's some good diversity. Like, yeah, that's fine. That's I mean, granted the. The three Sony, leads are still white people, but whatever, whatever. Sony has been getting nothing but crapped on with their diversity thing. If people were really annoyed that they cast a white kid to play Peter Parker or didn't get Miles Morales because, you know. Okay, well, how many years in the comics was he white? Okay, let's, I mean, I don't, if you, even if you, Spider-Man was around like since the 50s or something like that, or yeah. even earlier. So that's 70 years and a majority of it, he's been a white guy. So I get I get what you're saying, but calm down. It's not like he's been a black guy half the time, like it's Green Lantern. That's not that's not what we're talking about. I mean, I wouldn't have cared. It's just like yeah, people I don't get care. upset about these things for not doing something for not doing something just to bring diversity. It's like yeah, it's, uh, whatever. That's a, um, once you try to appeal to the masses, it's just that's what happens. Suck down uh, the rabbit hole of stupidity. But, um, but yeah, Michael then, Keaton. Let's talk about him Keaton. for a second. What do you think? That's a heck of a casting. I mean, the, he's. Yeah. It's Michael Keaton. We loved. I loved him in Spotlight. I disliked him in Birdman. Loved him in Batman, Beetlejuice, all that kind of stuff. Like he's he's one of the he's he's one of the best doing it right now, off a couple of Oscar noms. Not. I have no idea how he's gonna fit into this. 
I've heard a lot of Mysterio talk. I heard Vulture, actually. Yeah. Myst- I, I feel like Mysterio probably be a little bit too out, la- out there unless they kind of tone it down a little bit. Because no, I understand he's like this humongous guy with a fishbowl for a head. Yeah, um, they'd have to do some changes a little bit to make uh, him work. But I, I don't know. I'm not as well versed on my Spider-Man villain stuff. So the fact that this that this movie's going to be in high school, obviously the title Homecoming, alluding to the dances I never went to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Uh, but no, I have I have no idea. Vulture sounds legit. So sure, let's go with that one. Um, but yeah, I'm, I hope it's Vulture, just because that's a villain I really want to see. Um, but it, it's, isn't he a, a technically a Birdman though? Like, can we can we yeah. deal with the memes? <laughs> I know the but memes. It, they get the so, memes. He would be so good in Vulture though. Um, what is, I have no idea who Vulture is. So what Vulture is. is I I don't I haven't read up on him in a while, but he's. I mean, he's basically. He's. I don't want to say he's bird. He's not Birdman, but he's. He's. You know. He's. He's a man. Think of, also. think of Falcon, but a villain, and older and more. You know, intelligent. Um, well, he is bald, so that helps. <laughs> um. But yeah, I mean, he would be a really cool villain. Um, I mean, other others I'd like to see is like Morbius the Vampire, which I'm I'm not sure if you actually know who that is. Um, but oh yes, because vampires in a young adult movie will go over great. Oh god. <laughs> yeah. But that, I think I still think that'd be cool. Um, and then uh, Mysterio, that'd be cool. But um, I, I mean, whoever he plays, it's gonna be great. It's Michael Keaton. I um, I still think there's a chance, and I'm just there's a chance that they might dip back into the pool, maybe do a Doc Doc or something like that. I, I doubt, I, I don't understand, think, they probably won't, but I I still think we should consider that at least. So. Uh, I'd, I'd rather see, if there's anyone I'd rather see them like retouch on, it's Venom, and they're already going about that the wrong way, but, you know, whatever. Um, but we'll see. Uh, I'd just rather them do new villains that we haven't seen before, because there's so many others like, they've already gotten pretty much all the big ones, like Green Goblin and Doc Ock. Yeah. Um, and fortunately for them, they actually have villains to go to, unlike <laughs> a majority of the other Marvel villains who just yeah. who just kind of have a B team. So. <laughs> um, and then, um, obviously, and then the title, uh, I, I don't know of any, unless I'm, for, I, maybe I missed something, I don't know of any storyline called Homecoming. Uh, um, I, I did read that there was something there? like that in the comics. Okay. Um, but I, I don't, I'm not familiar with anything, so I have no idea what this means. I, this, Tom Holland said something about it being like, he said, it, it's a, he said, let me read the quote. It really is a homecoming because throughout the movie, Peter's trying to find out who he is and where he belongs in the world. I don't know what that has to do with homecoming, but okay. Um, I, I mean, the fact that this is kind of, they've talked about this as a John Hughes kind of movie. Okay. It leads me to believe okay. that Homecoming has something to play with him discovering himself, and then it deals with the final act. Like that's that's where my mind goes. So might be wrong, but I might be right. So <laughs> who knows? Um, okay. Um, so there's that. Okay. And then next up, uh, did I don't know if you saw this? Uh, Skull Island or Kong Skull Island. Uh, things mm-hmm. better just call it Skull Island. But um, they got a little. We got our first kind of little sneak peek at this um not not exactly footage footage but like behind the scenes with some you know stills and stuff um what'd you think did you see it i i think i did 
Hold on, let me I'll do a quick Google search to uh yes. Yes. Uh, yes. Okay. I did see these. Okay. Interesting stuff. Yeah. <laughs> what do you Well, here we start off. What do you think about it? Uh well, I I mean, I'm really excited for it. I'm a, I love I'm just really excited for the whole Godzilla King Kong mashup that they're building towards. Jeez. And so I'm ever since that was announced, I've been even more excited for this one because it's they're rebooting King Kong, you know. I mean, I I love all the other some of the other King Kong movies. Um but uh, this one I think could be really cool because they're not doing the go to New York to fall off a building thing again. They're doing something different, which yeah, is did, awesome. did you ever watch that movie? Which one? The original or the, the Peter Jackson? Peter Jackson. Yeah, I, love, I, I really love that movie. That was a chore to get through. Oh, really? I, I fell asleep at the end. I was just, I, think I was so bored. <laughs> skipped pretty much the first hour of the movie. Actually, I liked I liked everything leading up to, and I didn't like anything on the island, to be honest with you. Just a part, I don't like jungles for some reason i just take especially when it's full of like terror those terrifying things like the was like there were scorpions and giant bugs and stuff like that i just can't i can't handle that have an interesting conversation then later yeah later then absolutely (laughs) um but um yeah uh, i'm really looking forward to this i thought the footage looked way better than i expected it to be Mm. um and then i mean just the cast uh yeah just Brie Larson. Just give me more Brie Larson and I'll be happy. Hey, she's hosting SNL in a couple of weeks. Or is she? May 7th, yeah. Awesome. With, uh, with Alicia Keys as the musical guest, so that'll be a lot of fun. Nice. But I'll tell you, Jennifer Lawrence better watch your back because Brie <laughs> Larson's taking her spot. That's kind of how it goes with young female <laughs> stars. It sucks, but that's how it goes. I mean, I mean, less of this guy's. I mean, Sam Jackson, John Goodman, um, Jason Mitchell from Straight Outta Compton, Toby Kebbell. Um, there was some uh, Tom Hiddleston too, so I mean it's a really, really awesome cast. Mm-hmm. Um, the footage I saw looked really cool. Um, I like this kind of new approach they're taking. It looks yep. interesting, so I'm I'm really excited. Hey, don't forget John C. Riley, my friend. Oh, he's in this too. I didn't see that. John oh, C. Cool. Riley's the best. He needs to be in more stuff. He should be in every Scorsese movie. Like, ah, uh, it pisses <laughs> me off. I love him so much. But <laughs> yeah, I'm let's see, 2017, so we got a little bit of time. So we'll probably see some footage. At a later date, but yeah, uh, probably towards the end of the year. Yeah, it could be interesting. I, but still, I, I, the King Kong taste hasn't fully washed out of my mouth, so I might take a little convincing. Have you seen either of the other movie, like the '30s or the '70s one? Uh, I, th- I saw the '30s one a long time ago, but I haven't seen the '70s one. Okay. But and I, I don't. I, I feel like I should just stay away from anything King Kong <laughs> just to kind of clear my palate. All three are the same story. So. Yeah, pretty much. Cool. All right. Next. Um, all right. Next. next two things. Two things that are kind of just confirmed things that we've talked about already. We just kind of want to. They're official now. Mm-hmm. Deadpool two is happening. Everyone's coming back. Tim Miller, Ryan Reynolds, the writers. Really? That's yep. actually kind of surprising to me. <laughs> oh really? I mean, it, it didn't do that great at the box office. Uh, <laughs> no, it currently stands at a budget of fifty-eight million and a box office of seven hundred fifty-nine. So that's probably that's the take notes, Hollywood. Decision. You can make movies for under two hundred million dollars. Hey, how about that? Um, hmm. I'm I don't know how sustainable Deadpool is going forward, but you know, if they take a twenty two Jump Street approach and kind of go meta at it, even if they if they can anymore, uh, <laughs> that'd probably be that would be interesting because I mean that's a they have the movie has a great sense of humor, but how long is it going to last, and will it be a great sense of humor in twenty eighteen? You never know. I mean, how many changes? So people have loved Deadpool, myself included, for a couple, uh, almost two decades now. I don't think that's changing in two years. So, 
Um, I don't I don't think it has an actual date yet, but it's probably 2018. Um, yeah, that would make yeah. sense. I mean, unless this becomes a huge CGI big budget monstrosity, they, which I, I they probably won't do. Like what I really um think is awesome is the what's the name? Uh, Tim Miller. I think it was him. Maybe it was the writers. Uh, they said they want the same budget for hmm. the sequel, which is awesome to me because it means they want to keep those same restrictions they had to make them think outside the box, which I think is awesome. So, but what's another ten million dollars just for just because? Well, I mean, I'm I'm sure they'll maybe go up a few if they need to, but they really want to like have those restrictions that made them make the best movie they could the first time. So. Yeah. You know, I've I've got a movie in my head of what I what Deadpool two will be like, so I'm hoping it exceeds that. But you know, yeah. Oh, and they also did uh, confirm Cable is coming in it. I don't know if you know who that is. I don't really know who that is, but he's gonna be. In uh, it. I use Directv. Sorry. <laughs> um, sorry, okay. I'm really sorry. <laughs> you tried. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, and then another thing that's con- now confirmed official now is uh, Ben Affleck. The Batman, directed by Ben Affleck, starring Ben Affleck, written by Ben Affleck and Jeff Johns. It's happening. Music probably coming out in October 2018. Cinematography so by Matt Damon. <laughs> you think he'll get a role in this? He'll be movie? the best boy. He'll just get completely. <laughs> now, I would love that. Be that'd be really cool. But we like we talked uh, in our Batman retrospective. Uh, Matt, da- Matt Damon was up for Harvey Dent slash Two Face. So I think That's that'd right. be pretty cool. Yeah. An origin story with Two Face. Uh, hmm, you know. That'd be fun, but yeah, kind of Warner Brothers kind of has to do this, and they've got to. They're gonna. They're pushing all their chips. It's so weird that they're gonna push all their chips in the table for Batman and not Justice League. That's amazing to me. That's. I mean, that's, that's kind of what Marvel is doing with with uh, Captain America. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Batman was, regardless of who, whatever way you felt about Batman for Superman, to most people, Batman was the best part of the movie. Yeah, and that's even the people that hated the movie thought said that part. So I mean, it doesn't surprise me that they're probably gonna put as more, at least as much, if not more, uh, pushing into the Batman stuff mm-hmm. as the rest of it. And I so. stand by what I said earlier. Give what? me Mister Freeze. Oh God. Give no. me Mister Freeze. I'm telling Never... you, man. You get you haven't seen the animated series. Those who have know that they're Mister Freeze is amazing, and they did a great job with him in the video games. And the design up for the TV show looks really cool. So give me Mr. Freeze. Let's do it. Rock and roll. Come on. Nobody, we haven't, he hasn't been done justice and he's an awesome villain. Just don't call him Mr. Freeze. Do like the Dark Knight thing where they don't call him Two-Face. Or they, they mention it in like kind of joking almost. I mean, they say, they, they call him Two-Face just like as like a nickname. Well, I, Gordon only says it once. Just uh, Two-Face, Harvey Two-Face. Yeah, yeah. But then they, otherwise they just refer to him as, as Harvey. Just yeah, like, like, like Victor. I don't know, just Mr. Freeze has been destroyed in my mind for me. Like, you know, so was uh so was so was Daredevil. So was Daredevil. So was Wolverine. Kind of. With, how was Wolverine destroyed? Uh, X-Men Origins, I guess. I don't Well that 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 was fine. The character was nothing wrong with the character. It was the movie. I never saw that else. movie. <laughs> oh, everything else about the movie was terrible. I've never bothered. Uh yeah, you don't need to. <laughs> um Batman. Yeah. Woo. Batman. Okay. That's going to be uh, November, right? I think they announced. Uh, it, it was, there was two dates. There was October 2018 and November 2019. And I assume it's going to be 2018 because that's sooner. Um, so it's, it could be an October movie, which would be really cool because it's Halloween time. I like November, personally. November is my favorite month, so. 
That's my birth month. Yay. Well, never mind then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, November's awesome. So. Um, all right. Um, so, yeah, now we're going to jump from Gotham to Pandora. Oh, God. <laughs> Hold on, let me get a noose together. One second. <laughs> tying knots, tying knots so I can kill myself. <laughs> okay. So, uh, obviously, a lot of most of this news comes out of CinemaCon, uh, which has been going on this week. And at the 20th Century Fox panel, James Cameron came out, and he made the announcement that we've all known that, you know, Avatar has been getting, we're getting, first it was going to be two sequels, make a trilogy. And then we're going to make a, f- a fourth movie because, you know, for, for the story. Now it turns out we're getting four Avatar sequels that are going to come out in 2018, 2020, 2022, and 2023. And it's, each one is going to be its own standalone story. But when all brought together, tells one complete five-part story. So uh, this is a lot to I, – I, I went originally from being like, oh, whatever – thinking like i just don't care anymore to like you know what i'm actually i'm not gonna say i'm like crazy excited because I, I mean i'm unlike you guys i i love avatar you um, guys i'm the only one here well you, Cody is here. cody's here in spirit that's true um, <laughs> we both we both talked our fair share of uh, smack about avatar um but i, I actually just rewatched avatar a couple of days ago because you know what i um and i i think it's i still think it's a really well-made movie um story yeah it's not original at all we've seen it a million times um, and the characters could be more interesting, but I mean, I think the performances are great. The visuals are phenomenal. The music is great. The action's amazing. Uh, it's a really epic spectacle, still a little too long. Um, but you know, I, I think it's a really enjoyable, fun, awesome, uh, sci-fi epic. Um, and I'm interested in seeing more of this world. So if James Cameron, and the, the other thing is, this is James Cameron, like, I, I've learned to trust him because he's given me some of my favorite movies of all time, like Titanic, Aliens, Terminator, Terminator 2. Um, and I mean, Avatar is really good, not one of my favorites, but I, he's just, he's done incredible work. So I give him the benefit of the doubt. If he says he wants to make four more movies, he has a four part story to tell, it's ambitious. And I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt because I think he can do it. So. Okay, so here's the from the sane point of view. Um, no. <laughs> Just, I mean, hey man, it's movies. These don't really matter. Like, it's, at the end of the day, this is just entertainment. Like, that's 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 all we're here for. So if, if this gets your rocks off, this gets you, if this checks the boxes for you, that's great. But as far as I'm concerned, who gives a shit? Like, this, <laughs> Avatar, yeah, it made a ton of money. But it has had no cultural impact. I mean, Titanic was Titanic has ten times the amount of yeah. just of like connection to people that Avatar does, and it was made what almost twenty years ago now. And so, so I just don't know why. There's is there really that much story that you can tell with Avatar that isn't that doesn't have to do with environmentalism, which you just you cram down people's throats as hard as you possibly could. The last time, like, and four four movies is just absolutely ridiculous. First of all, because it's four movies over the course of eight years, so this guy's just going to be working nonstop. And I, I can. I mean, he's almost, already been working nonstop on these. Well, then where's the movie? It's been freaking it seven took years. Ten years to make Avatar. Have they even shot? Have they even started filming? Like, what is happening with it? Like, how, for for movies that are in more likely not are going to be scripts written from on. Uh, 
cocktail napkins. I mean, it's just the time has passed, James. You're you're a smart guy. You've made some big movies. So go do that. You don't need Avatar. Nobody's asking for this. Nobody's nobody's crawling over themselves for Avatar. I mean, it's not like Star Wars where you leave parts, you leave a lot untold, and you leave a lot of conflicting things. Avatar is just it's a pretty shallow, pretty basic movie that just so happens to have had a bunch of money dumped into it. Like that's that's it's really I don't I don't think it's there's really anything special there. I watched it when it came in the theaters and I haven't I haven't had even the closest inkling to watch it again like ever it's one of my least favorite movies and i just i feel like <laughs> this is kind of a uh, this is a stupid point to make but i'm gonna make it anyways because that's kind of my thing how much money is gonna is he gonna put into this do you think overall in terms of budget for each movie overall he's probably gonna dump about i want to say 200 million each okay so well okay avatar costs 240 so let's just okay. say, for argument's sake, he dumps $250 million into these four movies. That's a billion dollars. Think of all the good you can do with a billion dollars. Or, the mo- I guess, if you want to make movies with the money, with the money think about, about how many great student and up-and-coming up filmmakers you can fund. But no, you're going to be just the biggest egotistical a-hole in the world and keep making your blue space cat movies. Fine, James Cameron. Just, just stop. You don't need to do this. Nobody's asking you to. Just... Take a step back and realize that this is a stupid idea, and you but need here, just either retire or go or just give the money to somebody else. You don't. We don't need this anymore. Hear me. Hear me out, though. I I have. I okay, try. Just, just let, <laughs> I'm just here. Like, okay, so we got. We're, we're, if you didn't like the movie, it's fine. I think there are there are elements of Avatar story, not story wise, but in terms of the world and the mythology, there are things that can be built upon and developed in and further explored. And, you know, we can see that we only saw one part of that planet. And, and, and let me just to... say, other than the physics of it, that planet was pretty much ours. Four, like, two-legged, two-armed, humanoid things, a lot of trees, a lot of creatures that pretty, except for, I think, what were there, dragons or something like that, that had a basis in the current world. Like, with Harry Potter, you, you've got you've got the world, you've, and then you, you, you can, there's just so much in Harry Potter, you know, like, there, it's magic. So it's just blanket covering all. You can do pretty much anything. With Star Wars, it's an entire galaxy with the Force and all that stuff. Avatar, it's just a reimagination of the current world, which he and he reimagined that world to tell the story about environmentalism. So, it, so he kind of cuffed his hands together, because there's there's what else is he gonna do? I mean, it, I mean this is, is it's just a mirror world with different stuff to try to tell an allegory. Like, what, where are you gonna go with that? What there are other story he he. he James Cameron's a creator. He's one of the best creators we've ever seen. Um, it's but to me, at least to me, in the first two Terminator movies and in Aliens, where he he told fantastic stories, original stories. Yeah, Ter- um, Aliens was a sequel, and I actually sequel, do like The Abyss. And Terminator Two was. I, I, I'll give him the credit for that one. I like The Abyss. Do you ever see that? I, I haven't seen that yet. I really Abyss? Watched it. Pretty cool. Uh, Pretty cool uh, movie. Yeah, I mean he. Aliens, yeah, it took another property, but it did something different with it. It took it in a different direction, told a different story with the same characters, mm. um, introduced new characters, you know, took things in a new direction. I mean, um, it, it, did it really, though? Yeah. I mean, you got... Newt? Of course you're going to make a, a movie with that and just shoot stuff. Like, that's... I, I never thought that that was too genius of an idea to make Alien into an action movie. Like, if you turn it into a... I don't know, a drama or something like that, that'd be risky, but an action movie is pretty much, he'd already done that with, you know, with Terminator, so I don't know, but sorry, keep going. I think he did, I think he did Aliens before Terminator 2. 
Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he did. Okay. Yeah. All right. Point, Josh. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, like, look at Terminator. I mean, Terminator is one of the most, I, I don't know if I'd say, you know, groundbreaking, but in ways it's groundbreaking. It's a very original science fiction movie that he completely wrote by himself. That he, it's one of the, I mean, it's probably his, still his most ambitious project because... Wait, have I ever told you that I've never seen those movies? You haven't seen Terminator? Jesus Christ. I haven't seen any of the Terminators. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, the, watch the first two, and then you're done. Okay, um, I'll, I'll do that. <laughs> but, I mean, he, he's I, to me, he's such a brilliant creator, and in Avatar, he created a really cool world that I want to see more of. I just want to see newer, more interesting stories in that world and f- further develop the characters, make make new, different characters, too. Um, he said a lot of this one's a thing is going to be underwater. We haven't seen much of that yet. That could be cool. I mean, we don't know. I mean, I, I think if he if he does it right, if he says there's mo- about four movies worth of story that he wants to tell, I believe him. Mm-hmm. So, all I'm saying is, and we'll end it here because both of us have kind of stated our our spots here. But ever since I've seen Avatar and the nine years following it, I've spent a cumulative amount of maybe. 10 minutes thinking about it in nine years I so think, i think you should give it another shot just like just you don't have to like really okay try to- all right i will i'll watch i'll watch pocahontas again or something <laughs> how about that it's pretty much the same story it's the same story but you know what so is dances with wolves it's I been I mean, I it's, it's not either. the first time it's been retold it's been retold a million times yeah it's but like, if it's if it's 2009 and you're telling the same story just about beat by beat then that that every- to me is lazy and like that I can said, be said for so many movies. Eh, not the movies I like, then. I don't. I, I mean, <laughs> Creed. Hello. Whoops. Sorry. Uh. But yeah, Avatar. We're getting more of them. I still don't think it's gonna. I don't even think it's gonna happen. To be honest with you, I still. I. That's. If that's I if obvious. I walk in, I don't. I don't think I'm ever gonna walk into a new Avatar movie. Like I'm never gonna see one ever again because it's just not gonna happen. It's I I can't completely disagree. Well, we've yeah. this was supposed to come out in 2014. Yeah, jeez. So as you and know, it was, it was no, it was supposed to come out in 2012. Yeah, then 2014, and then yeah. every year since. So yeah, so we'll see. Um, he seems really confident this time, but he seemed really confident the last six times. What is he? So what has he been doing? Like studying, know. writing, researching, exploring. I mean, he he builds a language for these not the Navi in his movies. I mean, he's dedicated to. Really, I mean, he, it seems like he's pretty much single-handedly creating every aspect of this world that needs to be created. Mm-hmm. So if he's if he is that dedicated to this, I'm completely, I'm I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. Only it was original, but it's just like I said, it's pretty much our world, except a little is except exaggerated. What we've seen of it. Well, you got a whole movie in. You didn't show me anything, so <laughs> I will go in pessimistic pessimistically skeptical as always <laughs> okay great let's move on all right now we've uh we're gonna, gonna be able to sleep tonight i'm just so jacked up on avatar <laughs> by the way no how about this dump avatar and make the actual the anime the avatar the last airmatter make that i'll be fine with that james i Camp. still have never seen that show great show one of my favorites but anyways keep going okay so now we're gonna jump over into trailer world Woo. um okay so i don't know there's four trailers that came out this week I don't know which ones. Have you seen all of them? Uh, probably. Okay. There's <laughs> Suicide Squad. Did you see this one? Uh, no, I'm out on that. I'm out. I don't want. It. The more I see, the more I'm gonna hate it. So, fun to talk about it. What'd you like? What didn't you like? Oh, I didn't see it. You didn't see it? Great. No, well then, I'm not. I'm not, wa- I'm not watching any more footage. I'm sold. So. And I, I'm the opposite. I am. 
I am I'm just sitting on a shelf. <laughs> I guess I'm gonna go stale. Great. Right, well, it's fun. from everything I've heard, everyone's loved the trailer. It had Ballroom Blitz as the trailer music, which is a great song. So I saw a couple stills from it. Looks awesome. Suicide Squad's coming. It's going to be awesome. Um, did you hear what Jared Leto did? He sent his cast members like sex toys and used condoms. I love it. I love it. That's horrible. That's awesome. That's the worst. That's great. Like, like you can method act all you want, but don't be a dick. That's not being a dick. That's method acting. That's, that's gross. Like, that's awesome. <laughs> Daniel Day-Lewis doesn't pull that garbage. Heath Ledger didn't do that. So didn't, Heath Ledger didn't method act. Yeah, he didn't. No, he didn't. He, was, he wasn't completely in character on camera. I thought he did. Huh. Yeah, I don't I, think so. Maybe my sources are wrong. But, God. <laughs> I, I, think, I think it was funny. Hot Topic Joker is the worst. He's great. Just... He's going to be the best Joker ever. No. No. Like, I already like him better How than uh, Jack dare you? How dare you? Because he's funny. He's not. He's a douche. He's tra- he's, he's trailer park trash. Joker's a douche. That's what the Joker is. No, Joker's flamboyant and crazy and fun. That's a douche to me. <laughs> How dare you? All right, next trailer. We'll um, okay, so next trailer uh, jumped from DC to Marvel, Doctor Strange. We got our first uh, trailer. Yes. Very interesting. Yeah. Um, just quick. I'm, I'm pretty sure you don't know anything. Do you, you don't know anything about Doctor Strange? I know less than nothing at this okay. point. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, this trailer basically shows pretty much it gives you the basis of his origin. Um, and from there, just shows some cool images of the what we're going to see him do. I got a uh, big uh, Batman Begins vibe from it. Yes. Uh, yeah. this, I, to me, this came out for a kind of a hybrid of um, The Matrix and Batman Begins. Okay. That's, because those are... Yeah, okay, that's an interesting marriage. It's definitely but... going on a journey to find what he's looking for, but it also has that kind of, it's it's more, um, what's the word, uh, sci, sci-fi of the Matrix aspect where he's brought into this other world. Hmm. So, whereas Batman Begins is just kind of like, you know, training. Um, but yeah, I, I think it looks freaking really cool. I'm really excited. I mean, yeah, that first poster they released of him in the clock tower was, like, that was awesome. I love that. Um, the same but... poster for Star Trek Into Darkness and... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Benedict, can you just turn around? No. <laughs> I have to face the camera with my back! <laughs> um, but I did want to say about the other poster, though. They released a second poster um, with a really cool design, and then I'm just like, wow, Marvel can put out... Awesome. Oh, with his original fingers posters. in front of his face? Yeah, the finger yeah, one with the, the design. Yeah. That was really cool. So I, I prefer that poster. Yeah, um, it's pretty yeah. interesting. Um, the trailer, though. I mean, the trailer looked really cool. I've heard a lot of people say it looks Inception-y, um, which is definitely true. Um, especially that one scene where, like, the world is, like, spinning, mm. or whatever it's doing. Um, yeah, it looks really cool. Um, it looks like, a, I mean, it looks not, maybe maybe a little darker. But it, it, what it was really cool to me is, like, this did not look like a Marvel movie at all to me. Um, so that's really interesting. I like that Marvel is kind of what they started doing with Winter Soldier and Guardians of the Galaxy. They're kind of doing different subgenres within their own superhero subgenre. Um, where they're doing like a political thriller or um, a space opera or a heist movie with AMA. Now they're doing like a almost like a, a horror supernatural thing it's with like- this. It's like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon almost, but for <laughs> Doctor Strange stuff. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's 
it looks a little it looks kind of interstellary to me in in a way like it's it's got a very interstellar visual element to it yeah uh but i'm i'm not quite excited about it because i still don't eh, it's still marvel and eh, i can give or take with them on some of these but the fact that it's cumberbatch and the fact that at the very least i'm going to get a really visually interesting uh looking movie then uh sure uh definitely gonna we're definitely gonna see it so bring it on um, um so far and also i said um uh, that this is already, I think, it's the most visually interesting Marvel movie mm-hmm. to date. Yeah. Um, just the style and the way it <laughs> looks. It just looks really... Not that that's different. hard to do. <laughs> I mean, they're all... They're pretty um, much cities and explosions, so... I don't know. <laughs> um, but, um, and then we also... I mean, we got some looks at other characters. Tilda Swinton's The Ancient One um, with the bald cap, or maybe, she, I don't, I don't know if she shaved her head, I don't think she did. That's a, that would totally be a Tilda Swinton thing to do, <laughs> just shave her head, love um, her. And we got a small glimpse at, um, Mads Mikkelsen's character, mm-hmm. and, uh, best eyeshadow ever. Yes, <laughs> I saw that picture, <laughs> um, and also Rachel McAdams, and, um, who the other one? Uh, Chutelogy4. G4, that's one. He's uh, awesome. We got a little glimpse at all of them, I, I'm really excited for all of them being this, so. Uh, right. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. Uh, okay, and then two other trailers. Um, well, I'm sure we'll end it with the one that you're probably most excited about. Um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. Did you see this one? Uh, I think I missed that one. Okay. What did you I didn't think? See, I didn't see it. Great. <laughs> All right, you don't got to talk about it. Because but, we're really excited and we want to be spoiled. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, actually don't, I just don't want to see any more footage. I was sold one trailer, and I think it looks awesome, so I'm really excited. Awesome. Um, and then we get to our final trailer, which is Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Oh, like, yeah. I was I forgot for a second. I'm like, what, what, what's he talking about? But, yes, I did see this. I watched it with my Harry Potter, some friends who love Harry Potter just as much as I do. Really? And I, I fangirled the most out of anybody, <laughs> as as it's expected. Of course. This looks – it. I, the first trailer, I was kind of – I had my eyebrow raised. I was like, okay, this, is, this looks – it looks different, but then once you get once everybody's running around in that basement shooting spells at each other, and you got Colin Farrell doing his thing, I was just I was sold. It looks to yeah. be funnier, like intentionally funnier than um the the Harry Potter Harry Potter movies were, which goes to show because they had to stuff a lot of plot in there, and this was its own thing, so they don't really not tied to anything. But um it it looks amazing. It's it's freaking Harry Potter. I'm so excited. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I was like, the second I saw this like drop, I like, I was on my, I was like watching TV or something else. I was scrolling my phone. I was like, oh, Fantastic Beast trailer number two. My eyes like, my jaw dropped and flew over to my laptop. I watched it. And I was freaking out the whole time. And then we heard the the big Harry Potter music in it. Um, that was awesome. Just hearing hearing that again in a trailer that made me almost tear up a little bit. I, I cried um, when they mentioned Dumbledore. Yeah, like, and Dumbledore. We, they, we didn't even see him. Just a mention. Like, you, you think he's gonna be in the movie? Um, nah. Yeah. I kind of hope he is, but I mean, I don't. I don't want them to recast Michael Gambon. Um, but well, I mean, they they can make him look younger. They can. I mean, they, like, they think did of, it in Half Prince. Yeah, uh, think of the pensive scenes. Um, but I don't know. Dress we'll him down a little uh, bit. I think I feel like you would have heard of him being in the movie though. Plus, by the way, when he f when he spoiler alert died in uh, Deathly Hollows, he was like some like a hundred and thirty or hundred and twenty years old. So yeah. there's room there's room to wiggle around, and I mean, who's gonna care? If it's if it's Gambit, it's Dumbledore. Like I don't give a crap. I just be like, this yeah. is great. It's Dumbledore. There he is. Yeah. So, 
Um, but yeah, I thought it looked great uh, visually. It looks very much like the latter Harry Potter movies because David Yates is coming back. Um, that guy's just he's just, yeah. he's busy. Yeah, jumping um, from big blockbuster to the next, it's like crazy. Um, and then, but it also looks like it's kind of its own thing too. Well, it's not completely Harry Potter because you know it's I think seventy years earlier. Yeah, it's in what, a different location. Yeah, hold on. When was this? When's this set? It's in the forties. Uh, 20s the 20s okay so he's yep he's about he's about 40 ish then so that might be a little bit tougher to do yeah you can maybe make that work i don't don't know um he was still they did it with michael douglas and ant-man so yeah that's true i guess Hmm. but um yeah just the scene of just well first of all seeing colin farrell yeah he looks great (sighs) And you get the scene where they're at that like it looks like a political rally or something like that, and there's yeah. mayhem going on. And then they're underneath, and everybody's firing spells. I'm, I'm I've got it up. I've got it queued up here. Uh, and then Newt going into the briefcase. I've just uh, I'm yeah. I was in I'm in I, love. I can't. I love wait. that final scene. I also love that uh, Dan Fogler is in the movie. Um, he's the he's the the Muggle. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end that he's kind of traveling around with. He was he's a uh, he was in a uh, fanboys. He played Hutch. I love the guy. No. Oh, okay. um, and I, I think he's gonna be great in this movie. It looks really funny. Like he's kind of that, like I guess the straight man to uh, Newt Scamander. Who I don't know if he'd be the the more funny guy, but he's more whimsical mm-hmm. um, in a way. So I, I think that's that's gonna be a really fun relationship to see. Um, and yeah, just everything about this. I'm I'm loving everything I see. I think the cast looks awesome. Um, I think the tone feels right. It feels more like the first three Harry Potter movies. Um, where it's more lighthearted rather than, you know, darker and yeah. more uh, kind of grim at times. Yeah. Visually, um, to me, it looks most like uh, uh, Order of the Phoenix. That's what I was thinking, too, because especially that court, that not a court scene, like the... the Dun- dungeons or whatever. Yeah, the dungeon stuff uh, definitely reminded me of the yeah. ministry. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm totally sold on this. I'm done watching footage, so <laughs> I'm, I'm very excited. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, it's yeah. it's gonna be the best. I can't wait. My most anticipated movie of the year. So bring it on. It's a few more months to go. A lot more months, but great. <laughs> so uh is that all we got today? Yep, that is all. That should <laughs> and next we know this week is just gonna be nothing, just because that's that's how it works. But that'll give us a chance for game night. So woo. All right. So without further ado, let's move on to this tonight's feature. Let's talk about the jungle book. So uh, before we start off, I, I uh, there was a thought that was running through my mind while I was watching this, and it's the fact that I have not seen the Jungle Book in a very long time. Like I I've I haven't seen the the movie itself. So I want to start off with you, Josh. With so when when was the last time you saw the Jungle Book? Has it been a while? Has it been re- is it recent? Like I can't remember. I yeah. Don't, okay. I don't so, know all right. So it's been things. a while. So it's been a while. Yeah. And um. So I guess uh, your basic thoughts then. What did you think about uh, The Jungle Book? Uh, I loved it. I was actually shocked by how much I loved it. This is my favorite movie of the year so far. Really? I loved John Favreau's The Jungle Book. I, I, aside from one little thing that bothered me, um, I think this is a incredible film. Um, it's so much fun, has so much heart. Uh, it looks incredible. The visuals are phenomenal. Um, the kid surprised me because i usually don't like kid actors but i really like the kid that was great um i thought that the story obviously it's the same story but it was just done really well um 
just I, I love this movie. It was so I almost went to see it again today, um, but I don't want to spend money. Um, <laughs> but I, I had just such a great time watching it. Um, I really want to see it again, um, hopefully soon. Um, and I just I, I loved it. I almost just about every second of this, I was smiling from ear to ear. And this was to me, this is Disney, not just done right, but done to near perfection. I I cannot get enough at the Jungle Book. I agree, Carr. Um, beep beep indeed. Uh, yeah, I, I I echo a lot of uh, to what you said. I just I was also just kind of wrapped up. I was sort of caught up in the movie, and I just I was <laughs> I wasn't so much smiling as I was. I just got really involved uh, because I like animals, and I I I knew I I remember the story because I'd seen I definitely seen the old animated one. I feel like there was. Uh, let me do a quick check. I feel like there was a live action version. There was. There was one in the nineties. I'm just making sure that it's the right one because, yeah, I, I have this very strange movie. Where, like I was at my, I was at my, I was at dinner with my mom and dad, and like I got sick, and they just put me in front of a movie, and I, I'm pretty sure it was The Jungle Book. I'm not 100 percent sure, <laughs> but I definitely have seen the animated one. That's 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 classic, uh, classic Disney. So um, I'm familiar with it. Uh, I, I overall, I, I enjoyed the movie quite a bit. Uh, if on the year, it kind of, it's just because we've had, for some reason, a pretty great year. It's a couple of things that I didn't really care for that were pretty big, kept it from being too high. Like, I think I've got 12 movies logged on my favorites of 2016, and it's about seventh, so, which is, doesn't speak to how much I, I, I liked it, because when I, I overall, I, I really, really like it in my grade later on will we'll reflect reflect that but uh, overall a very enjoyable time at the theater and uh, if anybody who i saw this movie with is listening somehow i'm sorry for yelling so much and <laughs> squealing because i just I, I have no self-control but uh cool let's so let's go into some further likes and dislikes here josh so what's what particularly you want to talk about um first um i guess i'll just talk about the kid real quick because like yeah I said, let's start with him um <laughs> i'm not i i think i saw your your thing of that you weren't big on him but um name is neil or neil sethi neil sethi i think um and uh yeah i'm not a huge kid actor fan thank you jake lloyd um but you did this to me (laughs) (laughs) you did this to me (laughs) but um this kid i was like we'll see i was hearing he's really good i was like he's he's still a kid actor acting to nothing on the green screen so we'll see how he does he's never really done much before Kid did it. I thought he was charming. I thought he was likable. I thought he was funny. I thought he was – he got me invested. I, I think this kid was great. I was really shocked just at how much I enjoyed watching him. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think? Um, I'm kind of the opposite. Uh, <laughs> I, like I, said, I, I mentioned in my you know, letterbox.com slash Mason Merritt uh, if you want to follow me there. I mentioned there that like – in a world where we have Pierce Gagnon, or Gagnon, or however you pronounce his last name, I, I can get the Indian kid right, but I can't get the American one. That's interesting. Uh, but in a world that we have child actors like him, especially in a place like Disney, I don't I feel like there's not really much of an excuse to go with somebody who I think was this this bad. Like I know he's acting to nothing, even though he's not really because, I don't know, if you saw some of the behind-the-scenes things, they had, like, sock puppets pretty much that yeah, were colored that blue stuff. to, like, for him to react against. So he did have a – he had some to work with, but just his delivery, like, 
I can't remember. There was this. Oh yeah, there was this one scene early on. So spoilers for the Jungle Book. I mean, and, you know, screw it. No spoiler. But we're gonna talk about the movie. If you haven't seen this or at least know about it, and screw you. I'm just kidding. But uh, <laughs> there's a scene where he and uh, uh, Bagheera are walking to the man village, and they're just like walking through. And Bagheera's like, uh, he's super attentive to you know what's going on because he's big. He's a big old kitty. That that was what got a lot of the screaming. By the way, I was just like, he's a kitty. But um. He just they're just like walking through and this kid just kind of he's doing what kids do. He's just talking and talking and talking, just being obnoxious, kind of like I am today. But uh, he just it's just it was just really bad. Like he was just he was really wooden and he just sort of didn't he just kind of gave really? up in some spots. Oh, I just I don't know. Maybe I'm, I was being too harsh. Maybe I'm being too harsh on him. But when I was watching, I was just like, Ugh, OK, that's not very good. I mean, but the, but to his credit, though. In the moments where he's not, they're not saying, hey, act here, like, say these words, he was, I thought he was fantastic. When he was just being a kid, then he was great. Like, that scene when he, he got the, um, like, what was it, like, apples or some kind of fruit from a tree? Yeah, with and he, the squirrels. He, like, yeah, he gets him down, then he sees the squirrel. Like, in those moments, he was great. Like, where he's just doing, he's doing, not saying. But whenever they, whenever he opened his mouth, it was just, for me, it was just cringeworthy. <laughs> like, <laughs> Especially at the end when he tries to be all tough, it's like, oh, he's a man now. It's like, no, he's still eight. That. He's still eight years old. And if uh, and if you're gonna yell at the big tiger, I'm not afraid of you, then don't like, com- don't totally evade him. Like, don't, don't run away from him all the time. Because <laughs> you're obviously afraid of him because he's a tiger and he'll kill you. So, I don't know. It, that didn't work for me. In the general scope of things, eh, it it kind of it it clumped up with uh, another issue that I had that uh, we'll we'll get to uh, in a minute, but. Yeah, he was all right. He was—he just didn't blow me away. And I, in a movie yeah. where all of the other acting was so great, when you don't even see them, it just sort of stuck out. But what are you gonna do? All right. Uh, what? what so, uh, what'd you? What'd you think? So many? Any more thoughts? Yeah, I mean, tons. Uh, the visuals. Um, the yeah. Fact that this right. was, yeah. I know you're gonna. I know you have an issue with this. I hear you. Um, but uh, I thought the CGI. I, I, and I, I'm said I'm, I'm a big proponent of practical effects. I think they could shoot. They, I was like, why don't they shoot it on location and you know use motion performance technology? Um, they can do that. I think that'd be great. You know what? They proved to me that you can do it in other ways and still make it just as compelling. Because I thought from the opening scene onward, I was like, wow, holy crap, this is a real place. Um, I thought the jungle um, looked phenomenal um and i thought there's a couple of times here and there where you know for the most part i mean they're, they're never going to look a hundred percent realistic the animals because that's just you can't do that because you cannot 100 percent perfectly because you can make it i don't realistic. know man i thought bagheera was pretty legit yeah that's that's the one i i, I love the most but <laughs> in, in overall like you you're never going to be able to 100 percent capture real animals exact movements especially if you have them talking because it's just you can't that the close the only way to make it look as perfectly real 100% real is if you get a real animal and you can't you can't have real leopards and bears and tigers yeah, with that kid would a 10 be, year old kid he he'd be, be dead. dead he would be dead <laughs> dead dead um, but um you can you know the, they did i think almost as good a job as they could have um not having real animals and it looks incredible i think especially um the panther um, Bagheera, he looked phenomenal. There was a couple shots where I was like, that is a real panther. I'm, I'm convinced that's a real panther. Mm. Um, and I think the, the one that I think probably looked the not realist to me was Baloo. Um, 
Yeah, just, okay. Just because, I don't know why, I don't know why, I just didn't, maybe I don't know what a bear looks like, I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen a bear in person. Really? Um, wow. Um, as far as I can remember, maybe, maybe at a zoo, but... Um, <laughs> you should go to a gay bar then. hey <laughs> Oh, wow. Okay, all right. Um, but I think all these things looked... Really, the one that I was what confused about is are, are orangutans really that big? Um, because uh, Louie was like a a giant. <laughs> he was huge. Well, let's see. He says he's a gigantropithecus. Okay. So according to this, it's they're extinct. Is that a real thing? Yeah, that's a oh. it's a, a okay. giganto gigantopithecus. Is an extinct genus of ape that existed from nine million years ago to as recent as a hundred thousand. China, what? India, Vietnam. They stood it. up to ten feet and weighed up to twelve hundred pounds. So, uh, All right. I, so pretty legit, I, just, I think. I was just like, is this like some kind of made-up fantasy world now? I was like, that nope. was weird to me, but okay, it's real. That's a real um, thing. Yeah, uh, and then all the other animals, I thought they look, they everything looks really great. Um, and just I think the reason this works as well as it does because the entire environment is cgi mm-hmm. um because instead of trying to just p- take a real environment and put a bunch of cgi creatures into it like in something like jurassic world where it doesn't completely blend perfectly here it works because you're creating the environment that they exist in and mm-hmm. so you you can make it work better i never thought about that yeah um i think i think it works really obviously there, i think there has been other movies where they've done that better like uh the two planet of the apes movies um, and then, uh, I was gonna, what was the other one I was going to say? I don't know. There was, there's another one, but, uh, I think it Avatar. can be done that way. Mm-hmm. No, that was actually shot on, uh, a soundstage. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. Um, I think it was, I might be wrong. Um, but yeah, this, I think they did a really incredible job, uh, with the visuals, making everything look believable and the kid, uh, the way he blends in with the animals and there was just the way he interacts with them, I thought looked incredible. Um, but again, you're never going to get 100% realistic animals because animals talking is never going to look real because animals don't talk. Mm-hmm. But uh, what do you think of the visuals? Um, yeah, I, it's good that we talked about Avatar earlier, so I don't have to explain yeah. myself too much. But I, I still, if it's made on a computer, in my mind, I, I just can't, I can't get too jazzed about it because I know it came, it started off with a computer. And also the movie bad idea i think to start off in in such rapid like motion like when i saw so when i sat down to the movie and i'm you know i i didn't see it in 3d but i was in a good spot where i could take in the screen and nothing was too nothing was blurred or anything but that for that opening shot and just the opening sequence just was so, it looked bad to me i was like oh because God, it was the is... camera was moving so fast and it was yeah kind of it just that's yeah. what happens when you get when you get these uh, all cgi it just looks, i think it looks I've, bad i don't think that's fast. because of the cgi i think i mean we've see, i've seen that i've noticed that a lot recently i think it's the 3d i think it's because i didn't see it in 3d well but... i think it's but because of the way they're formatting it okay it, because it's kind of meant to be a 3d spectacle mm. when it's non-3d you kind of notice the blur more um okay. which is what i kind of i think peter jackson was kind of trying to avoid doing with his hobbit movies but that you know that's another story um but i think that's that's something that's kind of always i've noticed it but it doesn't bother me that much because it's like you know it, it's yeah. you're never gonna be able to completely avoid motion blur yeah it, it oh. definitely it definitely evened out towards the end. Like I think after maybe ten minutes, maybe my eyes adjusted to it or just it your better. eyes definitely adjust. But um, it 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 definitely smoothed out uh quite a bit. But just I the fact that I know none of this is real. Like as much as good as it can look, it's not gonna it's never gonna look as good as 
you know, like you said, practicality. So I always had that, not that I wanted it to be, but it was just sort of in the background. I was like, oh, this is nice, but it's not real. Like it's, So I can't get, just as a moviegoer, that's kind of my personal preference, and I just can't get too jazzed about it. But thankfully for the movie, everything other than that, uh, the kid and then this, the CG stuff was just, it was fantastic. It was, it was great. Uh, so let's let's actually talk about the voice cast here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I see. The, the cool thing is that I knew that this movie was coming out, and then Andy Serkis had a Jungle Book movie coming out. Yeah, but, I don't know if, how I feel about that anymore. <laughs> I, I, why not? Who can, I mean, because it's like two Jungle see. Book movies in two years. Like, uh, yeah, we've had we've had worse. Like uh, the White House action movies. We had two of those in a year. Uh, just, but it's like, what else can you do with the Jungle Book? Is it going to be the same exact story? Yeah, you never know. Okay. I guess we'll find out. Uh, but no, I, 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 so I knew, and I've read up on both these movies, so I knew both of them exist. But so like the casting kind of got jumbled in my head. I was like, wait, is is Christian Bale in this one? I can't remember. So I kind of went <laughs> into this with an idea of who was going to be in it, but. For the most part, I didn't really know. Uh, first of all, great to hear G- Gary Shandling, uh, probably for the last time. He was, um, uh, he That's was right. icky. He was like that little rodent thingy at the beginning. Yeah. So that was that was a lot of fun. Um, it was good to see him. He's 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 got a he's the best. I'm, I miss him. But um, and then Bill Murray's Baloo was was uh, great casting there. Ben Kingsley's yeah. Bagheera was a little strange, but I kind of got used to it and I ended up liking it. Mostly because Cat, Idris Elba was the best villain <laughs> of the year. Shere Khan, like that's hands down. I'm looking at. Yeah, he was incredible. <laughs> Oddly enough, he was in. He did voice work for another movie I liked this year, Zootopia. So there you oh, go. Right. He played a bull, and he was just. Oh, his, cool. He was a lot funnier in that one. Let's just say, but uh, he blows Lex Luthor out of the water. That's for sure. Shere Khan is a badass. Can not keep... a hard thing to do. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah, you said it. Uh, Lupita Nyong'o, I didn't know it was she was Raksha, the the wolf mom. I only found that out yeah. afterwards. So maybe I, I don't, her. maybe I just don't know, just don't know her voice. But she seemed to do a relatively okay job. Scarlett Johansson as Ka was, I don't care, I I don't care for Scarlett Johansson just as an actor in real act, real or real or not, or if it's just her voice or whatever. Not a fan. So thankfully that scene was five seconds long. But what I really want to get to is Christopher Walken as King Louie. <laughs> now, as I may have mentioned on this podcast, Christopher Walken is one of my favorite people. His just he is he is Christopher Walken and he is nobody else and he doesn't care if you don't like it. He's just going to do his thing. And I know I I, I don't I don't know where you stand on this one Josh, but just that whole King Louie sequence was just was head over heels just or my favorite, like just the best part of the movie for me was Christopher Walken and the song he sang and just, just the fact that he's wow. it's Christopher Walken's voice on this ten foot gigantopithecus, like it's great. I loved it. We're well, gonna be completely the opposite sides of the spectrum here. Actually, that was the one. That was my one issue with the movie. Really? Yeah. Um. I thought the song. I mean, I, I thought uh, Walken was great. Great as Louis. I thought he the character was great. The song came completely out of nowhere. So. It's like I, I get it, like it's fan service, but it's like it's like it's, it's you gotta service. find. It's, just, but it's like you get the song in there, but it's like either commit to doing a musical or don't have music in it. It's like I think the way they handled uh, Bare Necessities worked well because it was just they're kind of just chanting it. But this is just like oh, let's just break out into song in the middle of the movie, and then no, 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 okay, that's that was out of nowhere and weird, but okay. The song was great. It's just it didn't fit. I don't well. know. 
yeah, I get, I get what you're saying that it's the only, it's really the only full fledged song because it's got like I think uh, Bare Necessities was a little bit more contained. Yeah, it, it was, was just it was, was kind subtle. of like casually did it. Yeah, it was just sort of this. I get what you're saying, but that wasn't the original Jungle Book. I don't, th- I don't think it was a part of the. Um, uh, yeah, it definitely wasn't a part of the book. So that was a song from, from the movie, from the old animated movie, and I don't know. I didn't mind it. I thought I, I love that song, and I love Christopher Walken, and it was. It was <laughs> I've been humming it in my head ever since I saw the movie. It's great. It's just I, did, I thought it was out of place. I don't know. Well, just just because it's out of place doesn't mean it's awesome. It's not awesome. I mean, it's not like this movie is, uh, you know, it, okay. If you get that song in the middle of captain america civil war then okay fine it's out of place but there's also talking animals and you know it's 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 relatively well i don't want to say it's lighthearted, but it's it's you know. definitely not a movie i don't think it's a movie really for kids so yeah sure. i watched worse when i was a kid i don't know there's some there's some savage stuff hidden hidden around in kids movies but uh no i guess all right then if that that didn't work for you it worked for me i loved it that was my favorite i think that he's just I, like if i was listening to the song like on its own the song is awesome i think it's especially hearing christopher walken sing it it's it's great um i just don't i don't know i think totally he, he totally he shattered that song he just <laughs> <laughs> i am man cub man cub want the red flower fun let's make a deal <laughs> It's getting better. It's getting better. Wow. I do it in the shower every morning. Oh, it better be. But, no, that, that was... I, I love that. Yeah. But, um, I, I feel like if they... Because I, I wanted them to do... To go all out on Bare Necessities. Because I love that song. That's a great song. So do you think if they had done that and did go all the way and make a song out of both, would, do you think that would have helped? Um... What do you mean, like for both? For... Like hypothetically, if they did Bare Necessities, like they did in the animated movie, where it was just there's the Bare Necessities, like it was a whole sequence of like it would have made sequence. it better, but then it would have just been another problem because it's like oh, because I feel like if you're gonna do musical sequences, do a musical, don't just have a couple music, two musical sequences in it that just kind of happen because it just feels unearned or unnecessary to me. Hmm. But but it's a Disney movie. That's true, but I don't know. I don't know. Did um, you see Cinderella? Yeah, I love Cinderella. Like, do they have those? Did nope. they put in the uh, Cin- sequence? Cinderella, they they hint at the songs. Ah, lame. See, I I I much prefer the way they did the music in Cinderella, um, because they kind of like they give you that little nice nut fan service, knowing yeah, those those songs we're kind of like humming them, or it's in the it's in the score, um, but they never have break out into song, and I thought it was done really well there. Hmm. Um, I like I like it when movies just kind of, uh, especially in a in a movie like this where they just. Let's, let's have some fun with it. Let's 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 go away from the murderous, uh, you know, the mass murdering tiger, and let's just sing a song about uh, about uh, man cub uh, and uh, bare necessities. So I don't know. I didn't. I I I've got Christopher Walking goggles on. I, I I completely I recognize that. But. And the cool thing I really noticed about him. Did you see those shots where there was real close up of his eyes? No. They were. Those were Chris Walk. Christopher Walken's eyes. If you really look into the eyes of uh, King that's, Lucy. That's hysterical. That's really, it was really cool the way they did that. Hold on. Uh, Google images to the rescue. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, did they do, did it they wasn't do motion, motion capture? It wasn't motion capture. They just, they created his eyes. Hmm. Brought him, I thought that was really cool. Unfortunately, he was sort of shrouded in the darkness, but 
Uh, all right, here we go. Um, hmm. I don't. I don't really. I don't. I don't see it 100. percent I'll take your. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> but um, yeah, sure. I'll take. Yeah, yeah. You, you definitely Chris Rockin's eyes. But <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was that was a. Yeah. So point me, that was a great sequence. So let's talk about yep. Shere Khan for a second. Shere Khan. Wow. Um, it blows Benedict Cumberbatch's Khan out of the water, that's for sure. <laughs> um, what'd you think? I loved him. I thought the second he came on screen, I was, I'm not, I'm not exaggerating myself. I was scared of him. I was legitimately scared of this character. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought he would, he does some things in the movie that legitimately shocked me. Like yeah, that's through the through the um the wolf. Spoil offers. away, man. <laughs> yeah, um, and one other thing, I just had to get to that. Get on the wolf. Uh, the wolf puppies are adorable. I just had to say <laughs> that. Um, I'm a dog person, not a cat person. So when I saw the wolf puppies, I yeah. lost my mind. Um, Bagheera did it for me. That was I <laughs> cried. Oh my god. Um, this is big kitty. <laughs> uh, we both we both got our animal fix in this. Um, <laughs> actually, hold on. Do you remember in the movie the giant squirrel? Do you remember him? Yes, I that, think that was uh, the voice of Sam Raimi. Was it really? Yeah. That Heck is... of an IMDb credit for him. <laughs> <laughs> um. Wow, that's weird. I um, wish I knew yeah. this going in. I would have paid more attention. But <laughs> going back to Sher Khan. Um. Yeah. Yeah. He was Idris Elba blew me away in this movie. I mean, he his voice was great. He was like, I don't want to say he was like funny and scary, but he was charming. In the way he was terrifying, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like he's just every scene he's there is just like I'm terrified. I'm kind of interested in learning more about you, but you scare the so you crap stay out over of me. There. Stay away from me. Yeah, yeah, just, like, stand over there, okay? On the other side of the of the mountain, <laughs> and have a conversation there. <laughs> yeah, I loved him. Like I said, best villain of the year, without yeah, a doubt. Like just, sure. and that's that's. All the credit there goes to Idris Elba. He's just got he's got some pipes on him, and he's just scary as hell. Yeah. So, uh, love Shere Khan. Uh, I thought the animation for Shere Khan was great. I thought it. Looked, oh yeah, especially uh, the face. Like the face yeah. killed me. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the, the let's talk about the third act because it was very Lion Kingy to me, and I just I, it kind of frustrated me with how Mowgli pretty much burn the forest down or tried to almost burn part of the forest down. Like, eh, like the, the whole, the whole thing that he goes through where it's like, I'm not afraid of you. And eh, I, I could have done without that. They kind of pulled a Titanic where he says, um, I'm done running from you. And then he runs from him. Yeah. Like what the hell's <laughs> up with that? Um, but I didn't mind it. I mean, I thought it was fun. And mm-hmm. I, I thought the, th- I thought the big epic showdown was awesome. I had a great time watching that. Um, especially with, with when they started uh, reciting the, the, oh, God, uh, that was, was the called? worst. Oh, that, that was, was the worst. The, the, what's it called? The wolf. The I am the wolf. Tried yeah. and true. Awesome. Uh, I love that stuff. Uh, um, it was that just felt very Disney to me. Um, I was like, no, I'm Spartacus. I'm Spartacus. <laughs> um, and everyone's joining in. I thought that was great. Um, and then, uh, yeah, the, something I've noticed is Disney movies just kind of. I don't know if this is on purpose. They all tend to end with fire. Yeah, man. Have you noticed that every all those classics like um, uh, Lion King? Yeah, Cinderella uh, becomes an arsonist, as we well. know. <laughs> he just starts uh, burning Beast, folks' house down. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame, uh, even Aladdin. I think they all have kind of this big, epic 
ending sequence with things on fire. I've noticed that. It's kind of funny. It's the great destroyer and the great creator. <laughs> fire. The, the red, red flower red man. Flower. I was. Uh, was that from the original movie? Do you know? Or is that? Uh, it didn't sound. It didn't sound familiar to me. I think they might have changed that one up, but I, I'm probably oh, wrong on that, that one. Cool, the way they came up with that. Um. So other other than that, what are anything else we didn't cover that you wanna? Um, just, I also I felt like un, I was shocked how like emotionally invested I was in it, like especially the first scene that I really picked up on that was um when uh, Mowgli says goodbye to his mom. Um, mm-hmm. Lupita Nyong'o does a great job, mm-hmm. um, and I thought I just I was like choking up. I was like, oh my god, he's leaving, and she's saying goodbye. She's like, she's like, you are my son. And I was like, I was like, oh my god, this is like hitting me. Um, I thought it was that's stuff like from there on, I was like into it. I was so invested. Um, I thought it really got me a lot of times uh, in this. Also, the scene where um, Baloo tells Mowgli to leave. That made no sense. But well, that was I th- that was great. I thought it was kind of just him, you know, getting him to leave. Mm. All right. Uh, t- well, so I, I looked it up on Wikipedia. So here's here's how the animated movie end, ended. So. Uh, so Mowgli, so I'll start here. A storm gathers. A depressed Mowgli encounters a group of friendly vultures who accept him as an outcast. Shere Khan appears shortly after, scaring off the vultures and confronting Mowgli. Baloo rushes to the rescue and tries to keep Shere Khan away from Mowgli, but is injured. And when lightning strikes a nearby tree and sets it ablaze, the vultures swoop in to distract Shere Khan, while Mowgli gathers flaming branches and ties them to Shere Khan's tail. I remember that. Terrified of fire, the tiger panics and runs off. So, eh. That, they kind of like had to do something. Yeah, I just it's it's yeah, I guess so because they didn't really take they kill the tiger and have the nards to to whack him, but you know that's uh, that's a great decision. But all right, uh, well I'm done. I've I've said what I wanted to say. So um, you have anything else to say? Let me think. Um, say what you need to say. <laughs> great song. No, not as good as uh, I want to be like you. I'm telling you, man. Look at that. I've YouTube, man. Like, look that song up. It's amazing. He's just, ah, uh, it's so good. He just calls him man cub the whole time. I loved it. But anything else? Um, I mean, no. I'll say this. Uh, I also thought the action was really cool. Um, there's not a huge. It's not like an action heavy movie. Um, but it's like there was like again like the third act, uh, the big kind of throwdown of it. Um. And some of the more kind of just intense secret. I mean, it's pretty intense. I mm-hmm. mean, for a, not, I, it's a kids movie, I guess. But I mean, I wouldn't show this to a five year old, just because I feel like they'd be scared out of their minds. Um, but that's just me being the parent that I am not. Um, so I don't know. Uh, but it's pretty intense, and I thought it worked well, and the action was really thrilling to me. Um, mm-hmm. Just every, pretty much every time Shere Khan is on screen, and yeah. there was, a, there was, I wanted this to happen again. There was a fight between Shere Khan and um, the Panther. Can't remember his name. Bagheera. Uh, Bagheera. That that I was like, I want to see this for like ten minutes, and it didn't happen. But well, because uh, Bagheera got his ass beat twice. Like, yeah. Just, <laughs> Shere Khan just slapped him and kept going. That was great. I just, I just want to see two big cats fight in live action. And just go cool. home and watch my boys um, do that. The one thing I'll say is uh, something that's been thrown around because they're doing all these live action Disney remakes. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're doing the one that hasn't come up yet is The Lion King. Um, and yeah. I, I was originally like, nah, I don't really think I need, I want to see that. After seeing this movie, I want to see a live action Lion King. I think it can work. 
and I think it could be epic. I you mean, can't be you can't do you better can't, than the Lion King. You can't beat it, but you can you so can still try? make a great because you can make a great movie. Well, it doesn't have to be. Better. We already have a great movie. It's called Lion King. It doesn't have to be better. Animated. It can be an it can be another version. That's yeah. awesome. I think they're only gonna do this if they can, if they feel like they can bring something to it. And the Lion King, it's already it's already Hamlet with lions, so there's not really not much you can improve on that one. So I would I, say I think they for can me, I'd say leave it alone. I say the way they'll do it. I think they'll kind of do it similar as they could kind of not make it a musical because watching lions run around sing live action lions sing well if you're gonna make it with the songs like if you're not gonna have lion king with akuna matata you kidding me no you got that's that's a horrible idea i think it'd work i i mean do the same way do it the same way they did bare necessities nah no that's the way i vehemently disagree um but yeah i think i think now i'm convinced they can do it i'm just i guarantee they're talking about doing it so because you know money what's that what's that quote from jurassic park just because you can doesn't mean you should there well jeff goldblum you are wrong in this case. Never, you're never <laughs> wrong. I just give me, give me the Great Mouse Detective. That'd be fun. Oh my god! You ever see that? I don't think so. No. Great movie. Is that, is it's, that... it's Sherlock Holmes with mice. So, it's. I, thought, I always confuse that one with um. What was right. the other one? The rescuers. Yeah. Non-rescuers aren't, down under though. Aren't right. they the same thing? Rescuers <laughs> down under is the sequel. Great Mouse Detective is my favorite. I like that more than Lion King, to be honest. Oh my with you. god. Just because it's Sherlock Holmes. So, but um, yeah, but yeah. Vincent Price plays a prof- a guy named Professor Radigan, who's a bad guy. It's amazing. Is he a rat? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> All right, let's give this a grade. Josh, okay. let's start. Um, I'm going nine point five. Okay. Wow. Uh, uh, I'll go. I'll go eight. I feel like eight's. I I I liked. I liked it. I liked it a lot. It just. CGI and then the kid just sort of brought down for me. They were just sort of they were. T- I couldn't really get over those two as much as I tried, but it was it was a fun time at the movies. Definitely one of the most visceral reactions I've had to a movie all year. So it was a good great great theater experience. But nice. all right, let's uh, move on to watching, reading, listening to get us started, Josh. Um. Okay. So I actually something I watched this week. Um. That I've had downloaded for a while, but I haven't I never got a chance to watch it until recently. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a fan edit of three movies that are called Star Wars Episodes 1, 2, and 3. Um, and it's called Star Wars The Blackened Mantle. Have you heard of it? No. Okay. Uh, it is – this movie is phenomenal. Um, it's the prequels that – maybe not the one that I was – that should have been, but it's what's here's, – here's what it is. Somebody took um, – it's basically the story of – not even the story of episode three. It's taking the footage of the prequels with Japanese uh, uh, redubbing tracks. So it's they're all spoken in Japanese, but they rewrote the they uh, wrote new subtitles. So you basically rewrote the entire movie <laughs> um, using footage of all the three movies um, and used English subtitles so you can understand what they're saying. And it kind of it shows. Episode three, flashing back to pieces of episode one and episode two, bringing it up to episode three. Um, and it's brilliant. And I, if you're a Star Wars fan and you didn't like the prequels like most sane people, um, then this is the, to me, this is the definitive fan edit. I know there's tons of them, but to me, this is, this is the one to watch. Um, I, I loved it. I thought it was incredible. I was really into it. 
it actually has there's actually a couple plot twists that even as someone who's seen the movies a million times i didn't see coming because there's something they do with a certain character that is really 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 cool um some people hate it but i thought it was awesome um and it completely makes general grievous actually an interesting character so bite your tongue no he sucks in the original movie i uh, love general grievous yeah they made he him actually so cool he, they actually do find a way to make him cool in this version he is cool um, no he's not got four lightsabers <laughs> who else has four lightsabers nobody general grievous uh flash and flash and substance you know doesn't do anything until well then why no. people like darth maul that's all I'm because saying. the clone wars mm. made him a character it's dumb it's not in the movie it doesn't count <laughs> but yeah. uh <laughs> black and mantle interesting yeah uh, really awesome. Are you okay with the fact that Topher Grace initially made brought this to prominence? Yeah, well, I mean, he, he's not the first ver- person to do something like but that. But he's, he's famous. Just, he's the first famous person to do something like that. That's pretty cool, though, Topher. But yeah, I, I've always want, wanted to see his version. Mm. It was like 90 minutes. So. But the, the catch is you have to watch every single episode of that 70s show in, in succession with him in the room. Well, I haven't done that. I don't know if I could do that, especially after what he did to Venom. But... <laughs> I tell you, him and Interstellar was the weirdest casting decision in the last 15 years. I That's, never understood he that. He was in that. Oh, my God. He was good, though. Was, I, th- I thought he was I great. Was he in it? They didn't ask him to do much, but what he did, he was I thought was like right. that was Casey Affleck. Or did he play someone else? No, he played somebody else. Okay, I don't know. Yeah, you got to watch that movie again, man. I don't want to. All right. Uh, as for me, I've been, <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching a lot of movies. Um... So I saw two brand new 2016 movies in the. I saw one last Sunday and I just finished watching one a little while ago today. So the first one I saw was Midnight Special. I've been bitching about the fact that it's in limited release and we haven't been able to do an episode on it. Um, so since our schedule looks pretty tight, we're probably not going to be able to do a full episode. So I'll give my thoughts here. Um, I, I I really really dug this movie. Um, spoiler alert! Like I I'm really like. Is okay if I spoil this for you, Josh? It's I, not really spoiling I, it. I'm just drawing comparison. Keep it kind of vague because I probably I'm probably gonna end up watching it. So okay. Um, it shares it shares some similarities with Tomorrowland from last year. Okay. Which I don't. I, this isn't. This is one of the things that baffles me. P- Tomorrowland got shit on. I thought it was. I thought it was really cool, really fun movie. So if that if you okay. didn't, yeah, I don't. I, I it's not as bad as people make it out to be. It's just mm. different, and I liked it for that. But um. If, if if Tomorrowland wasn't your thing, you probably might not love this one, but I think there's a lot to admire in it. It's got some really, really interesting visuals, great performances, especially by Michael Shannon, who's just the best. Um, uh, it's very sci-fi-y. It gets into... It doesn't criticize religion, but it sort of delves into, I guess, the... Not the occult, but just cult-like mentalities. And it's just... It's a very, very interesting movie. I liked it a lot. I, uh, just to give it a rating, I would give it a nine. So it's, as of right now, it's like I think it's my third favorite movie of the year. Just to give it in some context, that's that's funny. My my top four favorite movies of this year, we didn't do an episode on. That's it's fun. <laughs> my favorite movie we did an episode on was actually Batman v Superman. So go figure. Really? Yeah, that's weird. Oh god. <laughs> Sorry. Um, and so then the other movie I saw is another movie that I'm sure you're you definitely dying to see and i think you, should, uh, you yeah. gotta watch it tonight like it's hour and a half long if that really cool movie it's called hush by mike directed mm-hmm. by mike flanagan uh he went to a pretty crappy school but what are you gonna do 
Uh, <laughs> Towson. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh-huh. I'm just missing. That is a crappy school. Don't worry. It's, oh, <laughs> not a few came out of it. It's a pretty good track record. But uh, this is a this is a horror. I guess. Um, I don't think it's horror. It's definitely like a suspense. It's very suspenseful, yeah. like a suspense thriller. Um, if that's a thing. But it's um, it it's kind of like it's built around the idea of a home invasion. Now, Josh, have you heard anything about this movie? Uh, I've heard it's a silent film. Is that right? Mm, kind of, but no. All right, okay. I'm not going to say I don't, I don't know anything about this. Yeah, I've I'm seen not... like a picture on Netflix, and that's yeah, it. I won't say anything about it because so. there's it does it has some it has a very early twist that I think um, it was in retrospect, like looking back at the movie. Like when well, when I first saw it, I was like, "Oh, this is risky." But then looking back, I was like, "It really isn't, though." Like it's it's actually kind of the movie plays to its strengths in a lot of ways. Uh, there's some things that just didn't work for me. Like the the main character, there's some parts of her that I just eh, like, eh, you know, just didn't really make a lot of sense. She kind of falls into this stupid, you know, stupid person in horror movie cliches, which okay. you know, shit hap- That's that kind of stuff happens. Like she's got a whole second floor to her house that she barely utilizes, and eh, it's weird. But um, overall, it's an interesting movie. The, I, I'm trying to figure out how to say this without spoiling. Okay, uh, the character I wanted to know about the most was barely developed, which kind of makes the the plot of the movie almost seem. It just seems random. Like the movies of it, 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 the inciting incident incident to this movie just kind of comes out of nowhere, and it was sort of it was really just opportunistic, and the movie's built on, well, I'm here, so I might as well kind of a deal so that's did that did that ruin anything for you do you think uh not really no okay well go back and listen to this one after you see it because you know what my what i'm saying will make a lot more sense i hope okay but I'll, overall i really like the movie that's uh i would give i'd also give that one i give that like an eight and a half out of ten so that's my you know my fourth favorite of the year so far so very interesting movie and uh, I almost didn't watch it because I I got my hopes up for the witch and I was let down. But I just let this one play and I watched it and it was a lot of fun. And the cat doesn't die, which is the most important thing. So, great. Yeah, busy week. All right. Yeah. Uh, and w- get a little bit busier next week, barring any major you know movie news. So if we can carve five or ten minutes out of the next episode, we'll do we're gonna do game night again. So that's gonna be a lot of fun. And then we're going to talk about the uh, our finish up our Marvel retrospective, the MCU part two. So from Avengers Age of Ultron onwards, or no, wait, what am I thinking of? At Captain America Winter Soldier onwards? Uh, Iron Man 3. Iron Man 3. Oh, God, what a slog. You need to watch that again. I know. I, I, I'll, <laughs> I, I'll try. Please do. I just don't. I'm trying to be positive. Have you only seen it once? Person. Yeah, it's not once. If you, if you see it again, knowing what happens, you'll enjoy it more. <laughs> okay i'll take your word for it I'll, I'll i'll do it all right fine i'll do it for you <sighs> but if i get if i start to get mad i'm turning it off because i'm not losing any more time in my life to that movie so uh, all right anyways better than iron man 2 not by much just kidding it's not <laughs> <laughs> all right so we've got like we said MCU Retrospective Part 2 next week. Cody will be back to join us after he's finished uh, working on what I'm sure is to be the next Hamilton. 
So uh, we'll get in on the ground floor, try to make some money off of tickets, I, uh, I hope. Uh, so until next time, you can follow us at underscore RealFlix on the Twitter. Send us an email at RealFlixPodcast at gmail.com. Leave us an iTunes review. We'll read it on the air. It'll be a good fun time. So uh, until next time, Josh, take it easy, why don't you? I don't have anything funny to say. Bye. Oh, I want to be like you. I want to walk like you.